Is this episode 24? What episode is this? IDK, my BFF Jill. Yo, get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> <laughs> what was that from? Some kind of cell phone commercial. IDK, my BFF Ah, uh, a crack up at the race riots. It was Sheesh. singular. Singular? What is that? Just one laugh. Ha! Race rides. Welcome everyone to episode 23 of 99100, the show counting up the top 100 domestic grossing box office movies of 1999. I am your Zinfandel host, Sparky Shelton. And I'm your pink Moscato host, Tino Mickens. And, it all, and as always, I'm Ryan. I really don't like that you're mixing it up, bud. Me? I don't like the end as always. I think you should stick Fuck. to the all original. Right, let's take it again. No, don't yeah, take I it again. We're already going. We're go- what, the people are listening you to can't, this. You can't criticize me like that and not let me take it again. You guys ever listen to the Ricky Gervais podcast? <laughs> They're just sometimes like... I feel like we're the millennial version of that. <laughs> I do. We even introduce ourselves in the same way. Do we really? Oh, that's gross. Yeah. Um, boys, I think it's safe to say it's late at night. Uh, my clock currently reads... Um, 11.56 p.m. on a Sunday. Um, I know you boys are a little bit behind that. Uh, I'm also nursing my second glass of Zinfandel, um, which is enough for me. Um, uh, I don't want to point fingers about why we have to record this so late, um, but if I did, they would be pointing at Ryan. Okay. Hey, man, it was Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> yeah, Shana Tova. Shana Tova. Shana Tova, Sparky. You wouldn't know that, Mr. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was Aryan. pronounced Shana Tova. <laughs> I was yeah, gonna, I bet you did. I was going to open Showing... my mouth and say that, and then Tino saved me. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Oh, Shana Tova. How does the song go? <laughs> um, are you saying Shana Tova? Yeah. <laughs> Shenandoah River. Blue Ridge Mountains. Oh, shit. That's what the, is reverse that, that Irish? Flip that. Flip that. Reverse it. You'll get it. Listen, you guys, can I butt in for a second? Do it. I watched the Seth Rogen Pickle movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. I did. I did. And I really did watch it for Rosh Hashanah because I don't have a very strong connection to my Jewish heritage. And uh, I have no, I have no idea how to celebrate the holiday if I want. I guess it's apples and honey for Rosh Hashanah, but I did not eat them. Are you talking about sausage party? No, I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the Seth Rogen HBO pickle movie where Seth Rogen yeah, plays a Jewish immigrant who falls yeah. into a vat of pickle juice and gets pickled and then brought back in the modern day. And Seth Rogen plays himself. As an old Jewish immigrant, as and himself as a modern day app developer. That's the movie Shana I'm Tova. talking about. <laughs> oh, Shenandoah. No, not I how that goes. See <laughs> your apples and honey. Okay, so the point is that movie was fucking stupid as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I was really hope I had high hopes for Seth Rogen and Ryan, all of his weed. Ryan, you should probably watch it. It'll 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 be touching. You'll feel. You'll feel a lot more Jewish after you watch it than you did before you watched it, but it's just not that great. Well, I I'll feel say more. Will I feel 
more Jewish than how I feel more Jewish when I watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I personally did feel more Jewish watching An American Pickle than I do watching Mrs. Maisel, but not nearly as Jewish as I feel when I'm watching Inglorious Bastards. Mm. Yeah, because that really just, that's like the, that's the baseball of move, Jewish movies, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> It really knocks it out of the park. Mm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I Do you think it's fair? To, I feel about as waspy watching Gilmore Girls as I bet you guys feel watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, get your nest out of here, you wasp. <laughs> and is you the think same Gilmore creator? Girls... You think Gilmore Girls is the wasp equivalent of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? A hundred and fifty million thousand percent, yes. Can I, I tell do. you why you're wrong? Why is that? Sex in the City. Yeah, I was about to say. Literally, <laughs> I was about to say Sex in the City. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Gilmore Girls, Gilmore Girl. if you want to please the wasps, you have to get rid of the swearing and the sex. And but what see, doesn't these have... newfangled wasps, they, they think they're cool. Uh, they're like, gone, oh, it's... we were hippies back in the 60s. No, it's gone full circle. Trust huh? me. Maybe. Trust Maybe. me. It has gone full circle. Um, well, speaking of going full circle, uh, our movie this week is the 1999 classic film Arlington Road, the uh, the the one with the guy, um, Woo! Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, thank you. I Colloquially known as the guy from his famous <laughs> role in the movie Small Terry. I thought you were gonna say Elijah Wood from Spy Kids 3D. <laughs> no, of course not. I was talking about Jeff Bridges. In his monumental role in the movie Small Terry, where he plays John Terry, a guy. <laughs> and I John was talking wait, about Elijah Malcolm. Fame, Chelsea was... center back John Terry. <laughs> yeah, and a guy pisses on his rug, and he's got to figure out what to do about that. I would piss on John Terry's rug. I would. <laughs> I would fill up my bladder full way, use half of it to piss on John Terry's rug, and the other half to pitch on, piss on uh, Thatcher's grave. I can't believe that I happen to name a, a sports player that you know. <laughs> it is it is pretty he's very famous. It's that's not an obscure that's not an obscure reference, I'll tell you that much. Damn. So they had Arlington a song. Road. Oh they had oh okay, sorry, I was gonna get into Viva the movie. John but tell, Terry. Me, tell me about this song. Okay. Fuck off John Terry. Yo. Okay. All right. Hang on. I'd like to preface this whole discussion about this movie yeah. uh, by saying um this movie reminded me of the following films. Uh, the one movie with Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, whatever. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman and John Hamm, where they're both spies and they're next door to that other family. That's who's Wonder not Woman. Spies. Yeah, I think that's Wonder Because Gal Gadot was in Wonder Woman, right? You're thinking of Wonder Woman. Um. Okay, so Wonder Woman. The other one with John Hamm. No, because you're thinking of Chris Pine, not John Hamm. I'm thinking of Wonder no, Woman. Yeah, because I was thinking of Gal Gadot. I was thinking she of Wonder, was in Woman. Wonder Woman. So I'm. Yeah, I think you're talking about Wonder Woman. Okay, well, next on the list is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Kind of. That one. I, even I thought that one was a bit of a stretch. The Spy Next Door. I'm so shocked that these are the movies <laughs> that you're comparing Arlington Road to. I like can't believe it. It's one. Mr. It's and like hundred percent not a spy thriller. It's not a spy thriller. Oh. It's not a rom com. It's like you've yeah. mentioned. Like at least listen. I haven't seen 
any I'll say right now I haven't seen any of the movies that you brought up but I'm pretty sure you've named at least two movies that are specifically about a couple that are both spies oh absolutely you're correct 100% and I knew you were gonna say that I have no rebuttal but I'm gonna keep going down the list uh, the spy next door okay don't know what that one's about it's I'm not about pretty spies. sure that's with Jackie Chan so wait you haven't seen um, it no, but so how it reminded you just me think of spies. There's a spy next door, which there's not. Because they were in across the street. That was the whole theme with the the high neighbor song, you know. But oh I really need God. to make it clear: this movie is not <laughs> not a fun romp it's for the not. family. Oh, absolutely all. not. It's, it's very very so dark. much other. You know stuff what this movie reminds so me of? Removed. It reminds me of Ocean's Eleven because it's just okay. Sparky. There's a bunch of guys and there's a car chase. So now. Now, Sparky, tell me this. Does it not remind you of that movie with Vince Vaughn and he's a babysitter, Dodgeball. but the parents are also spies? Dodgeball. Oh, did you say spies? Because this movie actually reminded me of Spy Kids. <laughs> oh, no way. One. Spy Kids one because Alan Cumming is in both of them. Really? And who's Alan Cumming? <laughs> no, Alan Cumming is not in Arlington gonna... Road. That was a joke. He, I mean, he <laughs> okay. is known for blending into the scenes that he's in. Um <laughs> Arlington Road. Oh, wait, speaking of which, wait, guys, wasn't Ice Cube in this one? <laughs> no. Dude, he blends in so no, well, seriously, but I don't like, think he's in this film. No, I, I don't think really that's don't. true. Okay. Um, I thought, I honestly thought that I saw him in one of those, like, Ice Cube background shots. I'm sorry. No, there was no, you were thinking of Ice-T, who was, um, right. they brought in for the crimes from SVU. Um, no. Despite what Ryan seems to be convinced of, this movie contains zero spies. Um, uh, so the the movie follows. It opens. It opens with a very intense scene where Jeff Bridges' character. Uh, there's this kid who's walking down the road, bloodied, all fucked up, uh, and Jeff Bridges rushes him to the hospital. And it turns out that he is the neighbor's kid, and. Uh, uh, and that is how they start finding out about their uh, their neighbors, um, because their children become best friends. Um, and here's the thing: that all happens, but it takes, I would say, at least the first twenty minutes just for all the stuff that Sparky just said to actually unfold. This was a slow and, God. And the whole so time, long. the whole time, I'm like, I don't give a shit about any <laughs> of these people. Like, you just threw me into the scene where this random ass kid is bloody walking on the street. Obviously, I feel bad for the kid. Listen, I'm not heartless. It's a bloody kid. Can I, don't... I, I'd like to comment on that and Please. say there was there was a like a solid period of Jeff Bridges panicking about not knowing who the kid is and what his name is, and I've totally forgotten what his name was. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's that important. Um, Grant. Well, that wasn't. That's his kid. Brady. Sure. Brady. Brady. That's it. Thank you. That was killing me. Um Touchdown Tommy Brady. Um so we we come to find out. I think we can get through a lot of the exposition much quicker than the movie did, but know that Absolutely. it's happening slow. Um uh Jeff Bridges is a professor at George Washington University teaching about like uh uh freedom fighting groups as well as terrorist groups um within the United States. Uh, and he is very suspicious of the government, and he's very suspicious of, um, of uh, uh, you know, the sort of bureaucracy around uh, terrorism within the United States, partially because we come to find out that his wife was an FBI agent who was killed when an 
FBI raid on a compound went wrong um, because the intel wasn't right and they didn't do their research. Um, a note I had on this. Uh, this this sort of resentment of the FBI becomes central to the movie, right? Um, and and Jeff Bridges seems to think that the FBI's incompetence was caused his wife to die, but his wife was an FBI agent and an investigator, so wouldn't it have been her fault for not saying that they're FBI and uh, and getting them all killed? But uh, wasn't the issue that there was some kind of lack of intel or something? There's a lack of preparation on the FBI's part? Yeah, but it seems like isn't that the field agent's job is to do... Like, is it the same field agents or do they just get told, hey, go check this out? Listen, man, I don't know shit about this red tape, okay? The government probably <laughs> splits that building up into like 10 different sections and they aren't allowed it's to true. talk to yeah, each other. They only true. send written messages through little tubes or some shit, okay? <laughs> I don't know what's going on in there. I mean, that's pretty close to how bureaucracies work. Um, yeah. So so full marks on that one. Um, but uh, he, he is um, still investigating, you know, the both a bombing that happened in St. Louis as well as you know this raid that went wrong um uh and he is uh starts wait let me cut in yeah do it St. Louis you say yes i okay Never mind. Carry on. <laughs> no, wow, share really? out loud. That's a bad podcast that you just did. So <laughs> you just made a terrible podcast, right? <laughs> oh no. Well, okay. Wait. If we're gonna comment on the quality of this podcast, then we should look at our viewership, listenership. I think not. But, I uh, think that you should just continue. So, I actually googled what's going on, and I obviously got my research incorrect, and you'll find out later how i messed that up did you think that the bombing that they were talking about was the oklahoma city bombing yes okay. yes i did <laughs> okay cool i'm connecting those dots no that was a fictional that was a fictional event oklahoma city no the st louis in the movie oklahoma city <laughs> did have a bombing yes. but the st louis okay. one was i think based on the oklahoma city bombing a- absolutely because yeah, yeah. they used the same images on google images they use they fucking just like we're like all right bombings in the united states the director did and then he he put it in you know he, i don't think like, i don't think google was like widely available back then he fucking he dog it. pounded he it. Binged it he no, Bing was not no, he the thing, it. Sparky. He you know, I, I don't think they had Bing.com, but they did have Bing images back then. So <laughs> They did have ask, they asked Jeeves, man. They asked Jeeves. Um, so, uh, I'm just editing the rap now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so good. Um, so uh, he starts getting suspicious of this neighbor because this neighbor, this neighbor's got got uh got stuff everywhere he's got blueprints of things everywhere right and he's supposed to be an architect but some of these things that he's got blueprints for aren't for shit he's working on man well they it's said for other random engineer okay sure i mean what is an architect you know but a structural engineer um and he designed the arc because he had uh, the st louis arch i should say <laughs> he designed the arc 
of the Covenant. Well, no, he yeah. had the drawings for the St. Louis Ark. He didn't design it. Arch. Arch, whatever. <laughs> there's, a, there's an H. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? So he starts getting suspicious <laughs> of this guy. Um, do you guys remember what happened in the middle of the movie? So little. Listen, it was a lot of... It was a, it was, it was, it was a very slow buildup. Like, the point that we have gotten to now was probably 40 minutes to an yeah, hour into the film. A while in. Um, the uh, Jeff Bridges' neighbor is pretty weird. And he starts getting, like, very close to Jeff Bridges' kids. Right. Or kid? Just as one son? Just one son. Yeah, one son. Yeah, starts getting very... Grant. Yeah, Grant. Jeff Bridges' kid. And he starts getting very close to the point where Grant is, like, going over to their house for dinner and stuff. Um, and then Grant ends up like, oh, they well, go no camping. Yeah. They, they, or some shit. Grant does join right. the boy well, scouts. We're skip. Yeah. We're skipping ahead a bit. The thing is Jeff Bridges has been doing some serious detective work. Okay. Right. Jeff Bridges has been going through the books. Jeff Bridges has been going through the mail. Jeff Bridges has been going through the office. Jeff Bridges has been going through the police records and this neighbor, his whole life is not adding up. Right. Mainly because the name that he uses is clearly not his name. He, he Oliver he's Lang, a fake name Oliver Lang, uh, and there's no Oliver Lang at the school he went to. Uh, the, the 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 Oliver Lang that did go to his school is not him, very different person. And so Jeff Bridges is like, that's weird, which I think is very normal. I think that's fine, but his wife thinks that he's crazy. His girlfriend. This is his girlfriend. Oh, sorry, his wife is dead. His girlfriend. Right. He starts dating the, his graduate assistant, which yikes. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. No, oh, we're back. That's another one. We're back, right? We're back. We're back. Inappropriate we're back. age gap relationship. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> it's oh, been wait, so long. Go. It has been. It has been quite a while. Yeah, how long has it been? I don't know. Although I do think Kermit is like frogs are a thousand times older than all pigs, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> that was a while back, man. Don't quote me on that. Um, I'm quoting you on that. You're on record. So he, <laughs> all right, Lindsey Graham. So he's... you are literally on record, by the way. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, use it against me, huh? Use it against me. Um, so he finds out that Oliver Lang actually is William Fenimore, um, and he does this in a montage that is scored. I, I don't know if you guys thought the same thing, but this was like a decently suspenseful movie with incredibly over-the-top music. Here's what I'll say about that. The drunker <laughs> I got, the less entertaining, or the more entertaining this got, but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> what is? Yeah. Are, are you going to say something about the music, or was that just going to be... Oh, you were it just got... Say? Well, seeing Jeff Bridges act as Jeff Bridges is hysterical, so... That's the thing. It's like, how do you... Like, okay... <laughs> What year did Small Terry come out? <laughs> I don't. You don't remember? I don't remember. Okay. Oh man. Because in that one it's like like I cannot imagine seeing Jeff Bridges in that and being like, "Oh yeah, we need this guy for like a real dramatic family man." You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like it makes no sense to me. Yeah. You you don't you don't you don't watch him talking to uh talking to what's his face McTeeth eyes. Um John Goodman? <laughs> no, the other one. Steve Buscemi. Steve, 
Steve Buscem. <laughs> yeah, you don't look at him and say, I think John Goodman would have been really good in this role. That would have been fantastic. John Goodman would have been... 10 Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> John Goodman would have been great. Um, so he finds that it's actually William Fenimore, who uh, tried to blow up, um, uh, well, what the uh, this IMDb uh, synopsis falsely says is a post office. It's actually a... <laughs> an office building of the Bureau of Land Management, which brings nice. me which brings me to my nitpick minute. Um, hi, I'm Marcus Shelton, and this is your nitpick minute. Um, the story goes that William Fenimore was angry at the federal government for diverting water uh, away for other uses and took that out on the Bureau of Land Management, which... Um, uh, uh, controls federal lands um which leads me to believe that uh william fenimore's father who he said was a farmer was actually a rancher um who was grazing his cattle uh on federal land um and the bureau of land management changed around how they were doing that uh which led to you know this insurrection interesting tidbit uh okay. the uh the clan of cliven bundy uh, who took control of a BLM, um, Bureau of Land Management building in uh, South Dakota, uh, has very similar to the same story. Um, he was trying to be, they were trying to charge him for using federal lands to graze his cattle. And he said, fuck that, I'm going to have an armed insurrection. Um, there's a great podcast called Bundyville that goes through all of it. Uh, that has nice. been your nitpick minute. And your free plug of the week. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, never mind. Nope. Go Cut ahead. That. Oh my god, dude! You can't keep doing that, man. That's the second I time. Up. That's the I second time up, already. Man. No, you gotta say it. You gotta say it, bud. You gotta say it. When you mentioned uh, BLM, what does that mean? Bureau of Land, Bureau of Land Management. Management. He said it. Thank you. He said it. Yeah, I know. That's why I said never mind. Yeah. But <laughs> that's why I asked the question because you guys were like, no, ask the question. Well, you gotta say it, man. You gotta yeah, say, say it or not say it. For the listeners. So he tried to blow up this place, changed his name um, to Oliver Lang, and you know moved on with his life. And he cops to it, and he's like, "Something I did when I was sixteen shouldn't follow me around." Blah 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 blah. Um, and he kicks a grill. Yeah. Um, he kicks a grill, and that is that is um, that is uh, uh, sort of the. Um, that is sort of the only concrete evidence that uh, that Michael Faraday, Jeff Bridges' character, has has on this guy. But that does not cease his suspicions. Uh, no, no. Um, he. In fact, uh, I would say it strengthens them. Um, yes, he. Uh, 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 after that confrontation, his girlfriend Brooke dies mysteriously and we know as the audience that uh he, she saw oliver the neighbor in a parking garage getting some suspicious briefcase followed followed them uh followed the car swap and was run off the road by the but wife we did, but she did also call jeff Bridges and tell him yes and then died and then died because joan cusack who is oliver lang's wife found her at the phone booth and she was like hi what are you doing at the mall yeah and it was very that's, tense and then she just died um that's not to be mistaken with john cusack from uh 
being John Malkovich. How who was... dumb do you have to be <laughs> to name stupid. your kids John and Joan? <laughs> wow. I, they're not brother and sister, though. Yes, no, they, they are. are. I had to look it up. No, they, are. they literally they... are, yes. That's so dumb. <laughs> Holy shit. They don't look anything alike, though. I know, it's no, weird. Which is why I Googled it. Wild. Um, and you'd think that one of them would change their names when they went into the guild, but I guess, you know, they were tiring their fortunes together. Worked out all right. They're, yeah, they're, they're doing fine. They did great. Well, one of them was married to, like, a super wealthy CEO, and that we're not talking about John here. Mm. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Glad you added that. So <laughs> You're welcome. We can cut that out, please. No. Um, <laughs> Why? So... So now, so now Jeff Bridges is on the hunt. She, he knows that something is up. He knows that something's going to happen. Um, one of the things he talked about in his class was this St. Louis bombing. He believes that it's uh, the the FBI story was that it was a one man like lone wolf bombing, um, and uh, over tax fraud, and that was it. Um, but the uh, uh, Jeff Bridges is like mm, that doesn't add up that would be a dumb thing to do to blow up a building uh, for getting caught evading taxes um, so he goes to St. to St. Louis to talk to the dad of the guy they pinned it on um, and finds something right what happened he does find something it's 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 sort of it's hard for me to remember I'm, they're having a conversation and there's something that the dad says that like sends Jeff Bridges crazy. He's like, "Oh my god, that's oh my god, that solves everything." Oh, it was I don't that. Remember. It was that Scobie, the guy they said did the did the bombing, was a uh, 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 the thing that his dad knew why he wouldn't do it alone is because it blew. They blew up the daycare center as well in this federal building. And uh, Dean loved kids. He was a troop leader for this scouts thing. Um, and he saw a picture with uh, Dean Scobie, this guy, and uh, uh, Oliver's son. So he puts right. it together that they knew each other, and he rushes back to try to get him. And that is when Grant, his son, is still on this trip <laughs> with, like, with, yeah. with this guy yeah. who's a troop leader. Not good. So he rushes back. He rushes back to uh, rushes back to the um, uh, uh, the troop the troop thing and the Boy uh, Scout camp. Boy you Scout could call camp, it, I suppose you could call it, but it's not Boy Scouts. It's the Discoverers, um, or whatever. It's like an off-brand, but then they say Boy Scouts. I don't know. That's funny. Um, so he goes uh uh. He goes to um, pick him up, but he's already been picked up because somebody called ahead uh, and um, posed as Jeff Bridges' character, said, hey, we had this tragedy, send him home. And now uh, uh, Oliver's got the kids. Dun-dun, Oliver's got the kids. Scary. And this is effectively when the movie turns into just like, Jeff Bridges running around 
Um, yeah. He sort of runs one place looking really freaked out. And then he's like, what's going on here? What's going on here? And everyone's like, we can't tell you anything, Jeff. And then he runs somewhere else. And he's like, what's happening? What's going on here? And they're like, sorry, Jeff. It's not your business. Yeah. And then he uh, he goes somewhere else. <laughs> he goes he goes to... Um, he goes to... to Oliver's house and they're having a party and they have it out and Oliver's like your kid's not gonna get hurt now just go home and let it happen um and uh uh and and he he doesn't he doesn't he's on the case that's right uh Ryan you Yo, just what's up, man? you just left for a few minutes what was that about <laughs> what were you doing did he really it was like thirty seconds. Yeah, no, he was gone for a while. What, what were you, what were you doing, buddy? All right, man. When a man grows up, okay, he has some needs. You masturbated? Yeah, yeah he just went to jack <laughs> off right now. It was so quick. <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom to jack off, and it took you thirty seconds <laughs> to urinate. Okay. Wow. Because at my house we have urinals as well. I went to the to the room with the urinals. Wait, you, you have a ur- you what what? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's nobody has urinals in their house unless you're a frat house. Okay. And I'm at home with my parents. Hopefully they never listen to this. Yeah. Um. So I want to go take a take take a take a second. You know, went to the restroom. All right, that's just fine, buddy. That's fair. Yeah, I'm sorry for asking. I shouldn't have brought it up. Really. That's okay. So uh, I even I even waved like give me one second to the camera. I showed you my face. No, yeah, I saw that. And... Disrespectful. So what happened? What happened it. next in the movie, Ryan? <laughs> um. Well, from what I understand, we see. Grant go to camp. No, nope. some... oh, nah. much ap- much Sorry, later. Yeah, <laughs> where are we? Where are we in the the, dis- the discussion? I was we're in the after bathroom. The, Sorry. We're after the scene where uh, uh, he goes to the party and Oliver is like, "There's nothing you can do. You think we're gonna get caught? Do you remember, Bud? Did you wow. go pee no. again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's peeing right now. Actually, <laughs> why don't you take um, it, Tino? Okay, I'll try. Listen, I don't remember exactly what happened next, and that's what I'm going to be honest with you guys about. This <laughs> may have been the the scene where he did explicitly go to their... No, that already happened. That already happened. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, see, I don't know exactly what happened next, but the point is Jeff Bridges is starting to go a little bonkers, and he's been talking to this FBI agent sort of off and on this whole time. Who was trying to get, his wife's, his deceased wife's partner. Right trying to get information about him and stuff but this fbi agent is is sort of taking some interest in jeff bridges as well right right um and jeff i mean listen i'm just gonna go ahead and skip to the last scene to the last no 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 no, what else is there what else what am i forgetting the, the what we find is he sees he's staking out um he's staking out uh uh the oliver and he finds him going to this delivery fulfillment place and there's these delivery trucks that he's desperately trying to chase down. Um, and, uh, and, uh, it's got the logo on the side and he has a confrontation with Oliver again in which he gets the shit beat out of him. I think I don't remember. 
Um, but he sees that his son is in one of these delivery vehicles. So he's like, Grant's in there, Grant's in there. Finally goes all the way to the FBI headquarters in D.C. Um, and uh, and chases it down. And um, See, so so I see I was right. I was about to start talking about this, and then you were like, no, don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. I have more stuff to talk about. Well, there was like, there's the whole confrontation with the, with Oliver, who's like, they fucked you over, man. We're just doing what's right. We are just the messenger. And it was very dramatic. So the point is, really, is that Jeff Bridges does follow this mail truck all the way to the FBI building or whatever the building is called. And they're like, Jeff, by the way, Jeff Bridges, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Jeff Bridges has called the FBI and he's like, there's a mail truck with a bomb coming to your building. Watch out. And this guy at the FBI, who was his wife's partner, is like, okay, Jeff Bridges is coming to the FBI with a bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to call security. Um, and so he gets there and they're like, Jeff. Now is when they say Jeff. They say, Jeff, we can't let you into the parking lot. And he's like, my son is in that mail truck that just drove in there. And he's like, Jeff, we can't let you in. You're not allowed. And he's like, my son. And he breaks in. He bashes <laughs> through the barrier. He pops his tires on the freaking spikes. And he goes into the parking lot and he follows the mail truck in. Now's when it gets a little embarrassing. Cause, no, uh, a little bit embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsies, because they pop up in the back of the truck, and actually it's a normal mail truck there for the noon delivery. And Grant's nowhere to be found. Uh, in fact, Grant is with uh, Joan Cusack. Yeah. And the guy with the, the other kid with the name that starts with the letter B. Brady. 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 Did you just say yeah, Brandy? Brandy. Like the Like a woman? I'm sure. <laughs> if that's how you wanna assign pronouns, sure. Yeah. Okay, listen. The point is that Grant's not there. He's not in the mail truck. They say, Hey, hey, listen, Jeff Bridges, it's fine. There's no bomb. It's all good. You're just crazy. And Jeff Bridges says, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm the bomb. Mm. And then he opens up the back of the trunk. or He opens up the trunk, not the back of the trunk. <laughs> the trunk of the car he drove in. Of course. And what do you know? Cue the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme song. Because <laughs> there's the bomb. And it goes a big boom. Well, that, okay. that, that is that is the part that really turned me around on this movie. Um, because that the, was when you turned around. Yeah, <laughs> it's ten minutes from the, the end. The last yeah, thirty absolutely, seconds. Absolutely, absolutely. Because I thought what would follow the opening up the trunk was like an extended wire cutting scene where he figures out how to defuse it and you know unravels the plot. And all of this guy's a history teacher. And Cheryl yeah. face justice. <laughs> Um, but what actually happens is the bomb goes off, and we go we cut to like newsreel, um, uh, newsreel um, footage of them covering the bombing, um, and uh, uh, among uh, I have other points about this, but the big point was all of the clues connecting Oliver are gone. And they paint this picture of Michael Faraday, this person who blamed the FBI for his uh, for his um, wife's death, and who uh, was acting erratic in his final days, was just a lone wolf perpetrator. 
Mm. Which I thought was which a is very good twist. Great twist. And it's foreshadowed very well, too, when he talks about that case in his class earlier. Amazing. Very, very Fantastic. much so. Because then, because then it, it cuts to his students. And he's like, yeah, he was really obsessed with it. Um, one of them we find out to be a co-conspirator, right? One of the students was the was the trigger man in the bomb van. I think so. Um, Maybe. I also do want to point out that, like, you know, not to get too heavy or anything, but this movie came out in 1999, and I think they spent, like, three minutes sort of, like, panning over wreckage and destruction and rubble. Um, and I, I noted... Uh, while I was watching that, that if that if this movie had come out after two thousand one, they would that would have had to be in like a four second scene. Because Dude, like, I think if this movie, I don't think this movie would have come out in two thousand one. I don't think, or after, I don't think you could have a movie like this. Yeah, I don't in know. a post nine eleven world. I th- well, because this was the post Oklahoma City bombings. So right, that was like the biggest domestic terrorist attack. And I think right. in the US. I think there was such a there was such a a heavy focus on foreign terrorism that domestic terrorism just wouldn't have wouldn't have played mm. um but that's the end of the movie that's how the movie ends should we do and, an ad uh, yeah i'm ready for an ad hit me with it wait 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 oh my wait God. wait what was your miller highlight the champagne of bits the bit where you guys uh, tell me the the best bit that you thought probably the end of the movie I was... i'll tell you I'll, i i do have a highlight i do and I, I brought it up briefly earlier, but it's the scene when Jeff Bridges' girlfriend is in the parking lot and she sees Oliver change cars with this guy. And then Joan Cusack appears behind her, smiling her big toothy grin mm. and saying, oh, I'm just here shopping. Because then it cuts directly to Jeff Bridges getting a phone call about his wife dying. Mm. Am I wrong? No, that's how it no, it's, it's, it's comedic timing. I'll say it. It's funny. Oh my god! Yeah, I'll say it. Wow! I'll say it. It's like that cut in The Bachelor where it's like, "My dad will never die," and then he's being lowered into the ground in a casket. It's exactly like that. Sorry, Ryan. Yeah, did well, you my, have one? Yeah, I did, and I'm gonna refer back to my comment about the fact that when Jeff Bridges opens the the trunk, the boot, as they say, and elsewhere of the car. Uh, and he sees the bomb, and you just see this look on his face where he's like, "I've been goofed. <laughs> I made noopsie." <laughs> yep, there it is. Because <laughs> that that would have been a good, 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 uh, good place to put like uh, the the theme song for Kirby Enthusiasm. Oh my god! Circa <laughs> referring back to yeah, me, yeah, man, like 15 minutes ago. Or like that sound effect from when you've alerted an enemy in a video game. It's like that. You and then he stopped like looks... the whole show just to say the same joke a second time <laughs> about the curb your enthusiasm no, theme you music. Re- you referred back to me the Miller highlight thing. I didn't want to have a Miller highlight. If you... I'm honest. <laughs> so why'd you bring it up? I... You brought up the Miller highlights. It's a classic bit. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! What are you talking I have about? an ad. I have an ad. <laughs> Do it. Thank you to Pear Space for sponsoring this episode. What's so funny? They're a great so sponsor. Funny? They're a great sponsor. Yeah. Frankly, I can't believe we got them. The technology's insane. I can't believe it's real. <laughs> Pear Space is a website 
where you get to make your own fruit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, maybe if you want to make a fruit that already exists, you can't because someone's already made it. But if you can come up with a new one, if you have the gumption, then you can make as many of them as you want. Mm. You can sell those at the farmer's market Mm -hmm. and you can call them organic because organic doesn't mean anything. I watched Super Size Me 2 and frankly, the rest of you guys should watch Super Size Me 2 because, wow, my mind's blown. Okay. Dizzy Super Size again. He opens his own chicken restaurant. Oh. What was I talking about before? Pear Space. <laughs> Pear Space. The greatest I... fruit modification platform on the planet. You can, uh, it's got full, it's mobile ready. You can, you can get the fruits on the go. Um, it's got, uh, it's got uh, 24-7 support with fruit experts standing by to answer your questions. It's got... Um, Built-in fruit fruit plates, um, custom-designed fruit plates, and uh, no coding is required. No genetic coding is required. No eh? coding at all. You guys like that? I loved it. Go to Paris <laughs> Base and, like offer, and use the offer code 99100 to get uh, 15% off your next Apple hybrid. That's a good deal. Yeah. That's a great deal. And a great I've been eating. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've been eating these pineapples. That's a pineapple combined with an apple. <laughs> okay. For the last week. That's good. And they are delicious. Really they are to die for. Can I tell you what I've been eating? Actually, do it. I've been actually having my own fruit, which is a pineapple. And what that is, <laughs> it's a combination. Listen, listen. It's a combination of a pine tree, and a pineapple. Okay. And that, let me tell you, is a crazy fruit. Because I'm, I'm out here feeling like SpongeBob SquarePants. It's like I walk into my house and basically the whole thing's pineapple. Because it's the size of a pine tree. <laughs> Ridiculous. Insane. Yeah. Yeah, imagine pineapples the size of apples, though. That would be really good. Sorry, did you hear what I said? I, I heard did, what you said. Did you hear what I said? The minuscule, you can hold it in your palm. Yeah, I don't have a house anymore. I just have a pineapple. So you're, so, you're trying to talk to me about something else? That's my whole life now. I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> Pear space. Build it fruitiful. Um, who's the boss? Uh, do you have to ask it so coy? I think I think that <laughs> I think that who's the boss is a really interesting question for this movie because uh, right at the end of the movie. Um, uh, the Joan Cusack and and um, Oliver are like, uh, where do you think we're gonna go next time? And and he says, I don't know, somewhere safe. I hope it's Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins plays Oliver, I should say, um, which implies that they're going somewhere else. Which also implies that they're not like the ringleaders. Um, and I want to know who's the who's the boss of this terrorist ring that goes mm. around. Uh, finding people to frame for their terrorist acts. Um, I think it's Joe Biden, right? Because he's because <laughs> he's the leader of Antifa, right? Be- so oh, I see. He's probably the one that was leading all the, all the stuff back then, too. Yeah. But yeah, no. I thought you were gonna say Andrea Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. 
AOC. After I said Joe Biden, you thought I was going to say AOC. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, she's the real Antifa leader, if I will say. I'm the Antifa leader. I'm running the whole shit out of my fucking laptop, bro. Did I tell you you, uh, guys about the thing that happened in our my city of Huntsville where we had uh, two incidents in July or June where the police tear-gassed peaceful protesters? Um, uh, and as a justification, our chief of police cited that there were Antifa leaders congregating at this rally. One of them was this guy, um, who they failed to like act actually like block out his face from his Facebook profile. Um, uh, and not only was he not associated with Antifa, uh, he wasn't at the protests, and um, he didn't know that they were happening until he got doxxed by our chief of police. And do you know what his name was? What? Benjamin Shapiro. Wow. No fucking Isn't way. Isn't that fucking wild? And it wasn't Ben himself? No, it wasn't. It wasn't actually Ben Shapiro. It was. Wow. It's this. It's this really fucking chill guy who, in all of the all of the following news briefings. Um, when they asked him for a file photo, he just used his Facebook profile photo, which was him in like a Jimmy Buffett like resort shirt, buttoned halfway up with a very <laughs> uh, with a very hairy chest in like a an orange mirror photo. Um, he then spoke a town hall, which is very good. Um, that would be so sick if that's if that's who was leading Antifa though, <laughs> like some just start fucking chill, small Terry like esque guy. You know, or, let's be or, clear for a second. Or Jimmy this Buffett. isn't a politics politic poli- this isn't a politics. Ryan forgot Fuck how off. to talk. Fuck off, Ryan. <laughs> but I will say Antifa is just anti-fascism. Oh yeah, no, Let's we're all on the same page, yeah, man. For sure, for we sure. know. <laughs> no, we know. for the listeners, for the listeners. Oh, I think they know the too, listeners. man. <laughs> I don't think they don't know. Dude, our demo- some of them maybe our don't. Alabamian. No, no, they're with it. Don't worry. Oh, word. Welcome from Alabama. Um, oh, are we restarting the show? Are we starting the show from the beginning? <laughs> we're gonna call. I heard you welcome say welcome. From, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to learn more about. Uh, southern southern resistance you can follow the Yellowhammer project and um uh dixie of the proletariat dixieland of the proletariat yeah Email and if you links. and if you want to learn about um non-southern rebellion you can look up extinction rebellion on instagram okay the only real socialist movement don't, in america right now is extinction rebellion I don't, okay i don't think that that is true <laughs> yeah i think that that is very much not true um yeah anyway um this movie, who's the boss? Jeff Bridges. No, wrong. <laughs> Grant. Fuck yes, there it is. Yeah, thank you. Wow. Okay. And I'll tell you why. First of all, Jeff Bridges is the worst answer you could have given Ryan. He's a pawn. <laughs> you're right. You're right. This whole he's movie. A first name that pawn, I came dude. to mind. He's a puppet. I mean, he doesn't do anything of his own volition. This entire film. Grant, however, is a fucking thirty-year-old. In a in a ten year old's <laughs> body, I've never seen a child with more independence from their like parental figure. He's like, um, Dad, I'm going to Brady's house for dinner tonight. I'm going, and his dad says, No, you're coming home. And he goes, Dad, I'm going, mm. and it, he goes, it was, <laughs> and it's, it's dope it's as hell. Fine. Yeah. So that's my whole case for Grant. I mean, what more do you need? Um, nothing, nothing. I don't think nothing. You got any other I ideas, like Sparks? Movie. 
you know, it, it kind of was, it was, it was so boring and I, and I didn't want to watch it. Wait, do we do Milk and Merlot first or do we do, what order do we Ryan's do? Ryan's raps first. Yeah, I think we do Ryan's but raps first. Fucking send it, my man. Did you get your Oklahoma City rewrite done? It was once one. It was replacing Oklahoma. Oh, well, with forgive me St. for Lewis. asking because sometimes <laughs> when you mess up the location, it affects the entire integrity of the song. <laughs> <laughs> and if it in fact if it affected the entire integrity of the song, I would have just kept it originally, as was Chicago, the classic <laughs> Chicago. All right, go ahead, my man. Uh, all right, here we go. <clears throat> I call this one Arlington Road. Fitting. <laughs> Boy covered in blood, not covered in mud. Why is he covered in blood? Got no name, definitely not Elmer Fudd. Oh shit, it's Jeff Bridges, doesn't know shit. Who's he kidding? Talking to Grant in his bed. It's his kid and doesn't like stepmom, gotta keep her hidden. Grant doesn't like stepmom, keep her forbidden. Forbidden is a keyword. Relationships, relationships with the teacher. Fuck the TA, it's more than you think of her. After that, though, you've got mail for a reunion, a gathering at University of Pennsylvania, prestigious academic institution. Now he's teaching about Scobie's retribution? Mm. Scobie Dobie Doe, where are you? We've got some work to do now. Scobie Dobie Doe, where are you? We need some text from you now. Come on, Scobie Doe, I see you. Parked in a van in St. Louis. See, that would have been the part with Oklahoma, but we did st louis uh now you might think what i just did was inappropriate but one day you'll get over it back to bridges who the fuck is oliver lang in is it someone his ex-wife used to bang boy i bet he made the best meringue that's enough about desserts the kids got an ak deep cuts in the forest officer down bonds are breaking uh but it's a history lesson oliver lang is dead jeff bridges is not acquiescing no overlap means new history now we snooping. Jeff Bridges finding getting the goods, getting the proverbial gluten. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing the arc on the wall, no Tony Stark over here at all. Just Oliver laying a bomber to hang. Death is among us. His girlfriend has gone through a truss. Waiting for the kids to get back to tell the kids in the back that she's not coming back. And that's where I stopped. Because I didn't continue to the point where he blew himself up in the parking lot in the FBI building. Can I just say really quick that I how I'd like to imagine that song ends is it goes, but she's not going bull. And then you like sort of like record scratch and like slow down really fast and sort of screech to a halt. You know what I'm talking about? Like how songs do sometimes. That she's not coming back. Sort of. Yeah. More. I mean, you know, we. I can imagine it. Oh, yeah, for sure. The listeners will get it. Yeah, I think so. Milk or Merlot? I thought that this was going to be milk for sure. I thought we were on like that true crime, forgettable garbage. Um, but then it totally fucking turned it around at the end. Very good movie. Grudgingly, I will begrudgingly agree. I think that in fact, while I may not call it a Merlot, this was a bit of a cab sob. I think that like I think the only thing that would make it really like a a, a very good movie that I might watch again um, is like the the sort of ring of the terrorism ring around it is so like it's so nebulous and so non concrete that it's like not that interesting to think about like if there is more of a connection between like what are they actually trying to do? Like, what is this? Uh, and how do they keep getting away with it? 
I think that would have made the twist like all the better. But I, I here's the thing. I get that, but I also kind of like that. Like, we don't know shit. Like even yeah, even yeah. like Oliver and his wife don't own anything. You know, mm. Mm. I don't know. Feels more realistic almost. Ryan, look, thoughts? I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be honest. This is look. I'll agree with you in the fact that this isn't a milker, but it is definitely one of those like ten dollar gallon bottles of Chianti that you can buy at the at the liquor store mm. down the street. You yeah, know no, I bought this at Seven Eleven this morning. Exactly. Yeah, like, <laughs> like this movie was not amazing. Jeff Bridges has definitely done better, but. Uh, for for what it was you know it was definitely some type of wine mm. it's a shame because i think they um they sort of made this movie it has the energy that they made this movie very much with the awareness of like oh this is a movie that we're making because like the oklahoma city bombing just happened so it's like basically a when did that actually happen i thought that was like a lot before a lot further before that maybe it was i just read online that this movie was inspired by that so i assumed it was was. i don't think it was like in the air oh 95 so sure i guess my point is it feels almost phoned in like it feels almost like they were making the movie because they were like oh there should be a movie about this but it's sad because i think a lot of the topics that it brings up are becoming like way more relevant as the years go by like for real for real yeah i mean it it certainly it certainly does sort of reflect it does sort of reflect that like there were in the early or in the 1990s like a string of domestic terrorist attacks like there's Ruby mm. Ridge there was Waco there is Oklahoma City um, right. so I think that that prob- like once 9/11 happened like that so thoroughly flipped the switch off of the domestic terrorism problem that like this would have probably been they probably wouldn't have needed the context to make the the sort of like motives kind of hit but um anyway also honestly something that i'm just realizing now is it's this whole movie is kind of sad because it sort of suggests that the threat of domestic terrorism is just sort of something that comes from groups of people who like want to cause chaos or right, just sort of want right, to destabilize yeah. for a nebulous reason. But like even something as tragic as Waco, I feel like, and I could be wrong, but I feel like was at the bottom of it, like motivated by economic needs. Like these well, people are poor. I think Waco was like, uh, like this religious sect. Um, I don't know much about the, it's the branch Davidians. Okay, yeah, you're probably totally... I was wrong with that. But, like, my point is, these people are poor, and the the movie depicts these revolutionaries as if they're, like, coming from, like, out of suburbia and with, like, the other, like, middle-class white people. And I feel like it's just not... I don't know. It's wrong. It's It, it, it presents a reality that is not the case, and I feel like that's dangerous. I mean, I, I certainly think that, like, there the reason the reason that the sort of groups who perpetrated like Waco and and Ruby Ridge and all of those things they were sort of you know saw themselves at the outskirts of society and not protected by the government and i think that's yeah. what makes you very susceptible to being indoctrinated into you know a a cultish conspiracy anyway 
Um, but it's hard because because like you know, people. I don't know. It's a, it's a it's a gray area. It's hard to trust the government, man. It's sure, difficult. Man. I mean, I mean, that's sort of like that's sort of the whole thing is bad things happen not on their own for chaos for chaos's sake. There are sort of systemic failings behind every tragedy. Right, and that's what I feel like. I feel like that's not represented in this film right, yeah, very well. Yeah, it's sort of like a shadowy cabal trying to destroy the world. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, well, that got that got that that went there, huh? Listen, man, it's a, it's a, it's <laughs> it's a serious movie. Talks about real topics. I feel like it doesn't that it doesn't hurt that bad. Yeah, sure. we're gonna get we're gonna get the listeners out of here in probably under an hour, which I'm, is crazy. So I, all we need is those fucking legs, my man. Yeah, please. It's got to be snappy because oh it's going to be a record for us. It's so like, late at night. <laughs> um. Okay. So opening weekend, this movie made seven million five hundred and seventeen thousand dollars. That's insane. That's so much money. But shut the fuck up. Tell me the legs. <laughs> the production budget was twenty one million five hundred thousand. Did you hear and me the first time, dude? After inflation, dude, this movie dude, made forty-three dude, million dollars. That's that's the dude, one of the first movies that's broken dude, budget. Have, all right? Dude, have like you seen? They, dude, have you seen Succession? Because they say "dude" a lot, and it's actually sort of more like a weapon. So let me try this, dude. Tell me the fucking legs. Oh, Shut man. the fuck up right, and tell dude, me the fucking legs. That's so good. Stop, dude. Stop, Ryan. Dude, Ryan. You fuck. Stop. I built this company. Dude. Now give me the fucking legs. <laughs> Okay, and the legs. <laughs> What's that? Wow. I'm Batman. Wow. How many legs does she have? Oh no! What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you brought this. Yeah, no, Ryan. I'm fucking Bruce Wayne. Ryan hasn't know? seen Succession. That's becoming very clear. No, I was doing a Batman. Yeah. Christian Bale. No, I you know? know. I know. <laughs> what are the legs? Fuck. It, yeah. Do you want a big? Do you want a big, big thing? About I want it, you to you park want me to that big Mack truck right in my little garage legs. and tell me the fucking legs. <laughs> yeah. Who was the guy who did Extreme Makeover? Uh, Home Edition. They were like, move the bus, move that bus. Oh yeah, I think his name was Johnny Legs. What was his name actually? Hold on. Don't look. Don't look up his name. <laughs> yeah, look up his name. No, Ryan was about to say the legs. Ty Dunning. What's it? Ty Pennington. Ty yeah, Pennington. what is what do they say in that show? Move, Come on, Ty, move that, move, bus. Move that bus. Move that bus. All right, with those legs. All right, three point <laughs> two five. Sorry, okay, three point two five. That's, That's kind great. of disappointing. It's like whatever. It's a middle. It's a mid tier amount of legs. I think it'd be hilarious if every time they said move that bus. Uh, Ty Pennington is that his name? Yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah, Ty Pennington had to just solo push the bus by himself <laughs> from the back. So with good, just sheer manpower. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It's because he has three point two five legs, so it would have been easy I, for him. Right. I need to know if if Ty Pennington has said some some shit. There's no way he hasn't. I'm gonna go to his. His name is Ty. I'm gonna go to his. I'm gonna go to his Instagram. Oh, that's a. He's doesn't have a shirt on. He, Neither do I. I don't have he's a shirt on most of the time these jacked, days. But Sparky, you're all, fully naked right now. I'm almost fully naked. I want to see what his. I want to see what his. Um. Uh. I want to see what his Twitter's like. 
it's all pretty it's all pretty it's all pretty banal sparky we're so close to finishing <laughs> i don't i don't know i think this is important i think oh my god he does you a lot of work scrolling with... through his twitter and saying it's all pretty banal is important <laughs> he does a lot of he does a lot of work for aarp sick all right, okay so stay tuned next week for they're the still wood. fucking making extreme makeover home edition sorry what's the movie How? called ryan <laughs> the wood oh, wow not not plural not Starring the woods. Omar Epps, Sean Nelson, Richard T. Jones, Melinda Williams, Tay Diggs, Dwayne Finley, Trent Cameron. And Ice Shcube. No. Uh, we'll find out. We'll find out for sure. Okay. Well, three old friends, Mike, Roland, and Slim, recount memories of their shared childhood in Inglewood, California, as they prepare for Roland's wedding to his fiancée, Lisa... When the groom goes missing without a word, Mike and Slim struggle to find dot 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 their nervous friend and return him to his impatient bride before the wedding begins. I'm sweating. <laughs> Is it related? <laughs> the Wood 1999. Oh my god. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks for hanging in there. Um, we're all drunk. We're all tired. We're going to get you home real soon. I so wish join I was us tired. next week on. 99100, I have been your Savoyon Blanc host, Sparky. <laughs> and uh, I have been your Pinot Noir host, Tino Mickens. And uh, as always, I'm Ryan. Ryan, your oh, French accent French sucked, thing? man. That was really bad. bad. I'm Ryan. Yeah, ours I'm were Ryan. good and as yours always, was bad. As always, I'm Ryan. Good night. Have a round of